0: This is Unfilter, episode 95, for April 30th, 2014.
1: If you're a little guy who puts a site up and you have great content and something people want to see, yours moves just like anybody else's, but in this new world, the big companies would have all of the advantage, much like cable is right now.
2: I think you've got that right. I think there will be people who have a disadvantage. And I think it might bear on the political conversation, right? Because at the end sure. of the day, you know, it's, it's not the guys with the big horns that sometimes need to be heard.
0: You're listening to Elm Filter, episode 95 of Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show that's distracting you from all of that TV you shouldn't be watching. My name is Chris, and joining me every single week is the always excellent
3: Mr. Chase. It is Chase in your face! (laughs) I was going to say that. Uh, I had to beat you to the punch. Hi, guys. Hey, Chase. Hey. Guess what? Chris, what's up, man? Big show today. I am shocked to hear that. Yeah, so we're going to talk about. Shock. You probably heard it coming
0: up on this week's episode of Unfiltered. We're going to talk about net neutrality. Yeah. We got a little NSA in your face update, too. Not just chasing your face. No, no. Chasing your face is every week. Chasingyourface.tk? Is that what I. (laughs) I, 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 (laughs) Chasingyourface.tk?
3: All right, by the way, (laughs) side note. You know, and I I should pull that up here. uh, You know, uh, chase. Chase in your face. In your face. Hold on. I'm almost there. dot dot tk. Yeah. So, first off, there's, I have a couple of problems with this.
0: Okay. Other right. than it's just your face over well, and over again? Well, that's just one problem. Okay.
3: First problem is that picture. I don't know where they got it from. Oh. It, that's an old picture. Uh, that's a you hat. look good, though. You look good. Well, the worst thing I, I don't like about it is as the picture gets better, bigger, it's stretching my face. It stretches it to the right. So it makes it look f- that I'm fatter than I already am. So you're... Wait a minute. Do you we, notice how the... No, the, the I hadn't pro- noticed. The no. proportions, it's stretching no. it? No. I didn't notice. I'm not that wide. Well, I mean,
0: do you, do you actually think they're applying like a? They're changing the width. They're probably just changing the zoom,
3: right? No, no, it's changing the width. The pixels are getting wider.
0: Well, I guess uh, you should invite the person that made Chasing Your Face. tk to uh, make a new version of the site. I would.
3: I would like a much better picture. Okay, I would appreciate that. <laughs> Other, otherwise, thank you.
0: Uh, you know what else we're going to talk about uh, besides uh, uh, Snowden and uh, the NSA and uh, net neutrality? I also want to talk a little about the Ukraine. That's been getting pretty cray cray today. Yeah. Uh, this whole week, it's really taken up to a whole nother notch. I don't. Who knows what's going to happen next? And then, uh, you know, one of the things we've been ending the show on a high note recently, and you yeah. know, we've been talking about how like there seems to be a narrative building around dabbing. Oh yes. Um. Well, Colorado after some recent deaths is looking at changing up their marijuana edible policies. So we'll be talking about that towards the end of the show and uh, what it means for Washington too. But this first story that caught my eye this week was kind of I don't know. I I didn't ex- I guess it doesn't surprise me so much, but I uh, I didn't expect it for some reason. It turns out that your buddy Edward
3: Snowden, my friend, your buddy, my Edward, good friend, good Ed, Ed friend, Ed Snowden, I you, circled him on Google Plus.
0: You call him Ed. Ed. I still call him Edward. We have beer summits. Right. Uh, He hired a, a lawyer and not just recently, but he's been working with a lawyer who's sort of known for getting guys like Snowden out of a hard spot.
2: Well, it seems that while Edward Snowden hopped around the globe seeking asylum last summer, the former NSA contractor also retained a lawyer who's famous for his involvement in cases dealing with the Espionage Act. This is all according to a new report put out by The New York Times. We now know that the lawyer is Plato Cascheris, and he has been working on a plea deal that would allow Snowden to return to the United States. However, those talks are still at a very early stage. Cascheris has not commented on this, but Ben Wisner, a lawyer for the ACLU who is also representing Snowden, says that the government leaker, quote, would cooperate in extraordinary ways in the right circumstances. He, he does not believe that the felon label is the right word so when
0: they're putting out statements like this, it it feels a little bit like feelers. Like yeah. you know what? Let's just put this
3: out there. Let's see what kind of response we get. Let's see what
0: kind of nibbles we get. Yeah. And if we get some nibbles, we'll we'll, we'll iterate push it. on this. And, and if it's not, we'll uh, we'll, we'll back just drop off. It. No big yeah, deal. Yeah. No big deal. So it kind of sounds like yeah. I mean he yeah. If these words like felon were dropped, he might be considering it. That's kind of interesting. They're just kind of putting that out
2: there for someone whose act of conscience has revitalized democratic oversight of the intelligence community and is leading to historic reforms. Kasheris' past clients include Lawrence Franklin, a former Pentagon official who was accused of passing classified documents about the United States' Iran policy to pro-Israel lobbyists. Additionally, he negotiated shortened sentences for other intelligence agents accused of spying. Kasheris also gained quite a bit of notoriety as a lawyer on Monica Lewinsky's legal team during Uh, that White House scandal. There
0: you go. So he's one of Lewinsky's uh, lawyers, too. Nice. And now he's working with Snowden. He's been on retainer, uh, according to the New York Times, uh, since this whole real kind of NSA thing broke. Uh, He's been working for Snowden. So Snowden has a whole team of lawyers. He has uh, a whole group that's working with him. So who knows? Like, if, if, you know, the U.S. government gets to the point where they're willing to talk, uh, maybe Snowden will...
3: Do you you think, I mean, do you think he should deal? Uh, You know, it's one of those things where... The, I don't think the federal government's going to back down, because if they do, it's going to be shown as, through the government side, a sign of weakness or yeah. a sign of they're caving in. S-
0: I could see the next administration,
3: maybe, like, this is one of the things they want to tidy up. or Or what if Obama on his way out the door, you know, a presidential... No way. No way. No No way. (laughs) You don't... Wait, is the Red Book over
0: at the... (laughs) It is. Shoot. (laughs) Seriously, like, unfiltered is the show that took the hardest hit from the move because there's so much equipment and so much stuff required. All right,
3: so in the virtual Red Book... Right, in the virtual Red Book, I don't... All right, is the Snowden saga, as far as anything related to a plea deal or anything handled and completed by the time Obama leaves office? No. No. I say no. No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Obama took too much, and uh, I I
0: just feel like it's there's too many people that work for Obama that he feels like you know he's got to have their back. Uh, their people are like when you whenever you hear a clip from somebody who's on the inside, yeah. they're not just kind of upset. They want right. blood, right? They actually want to kill this person and they want to make this person Edward
3: Snowden suffer when he dies. Actually, you know what I think? I think it's going to get worse. I think what's going to happen mm-hmm. is as soon as the next president is in the White House, well, you think it's going to be Hillary? You <laughs> it president, will
0: be Hillary. <laughs> It will be Hillary it Chase, will Trust me. It won't be.
3: <laughs> it will not be her. You know, my wife, she she'd be a great president. I'd be a great first man. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way Hillary and, and the way she smiles and the way that leathery skin just kinda just kinda sits there, you know. Just kinda stays She's on the Just kinda
0: this, hangs on her face. <laughs> just kind
3: <laughs> just, just kinda hangs there. All right. No, so I, I think honestly that Snowden is holding on to more information for the next administration. Gosh, you know what's weird? That That's you say what I that? think.
0: You know, it's weird you say that because uh, two stories came out this week that I think are total bullcrap. First story that came out this week is that Snowden is going to release more information on Arab dictators and things like that. Like this really weird, generic Snowden's going to blow the whistle on the Arabs uh, news piece ran. But You know, I just heard Laura Poitras just say on an interview yesterday that Snowden hasn't had any documents since he was in China. And he remember, he was in China before Russia. He gave up all documents that way they couldn't be taken from him. But yet then all of a sudden there's articles coming out saying he's going to blow the whistle on Arab dictators. So where is this coming from? I I don't buy it. Right. um, And I wonder if this is all part of the same narrative to make him to sort of walk back from that statement, to make it sound like he still has a loaded weapon. But I thought it was very odd. Do you think he's got more stuff? I think he does. I would. Oh yeah,
3: wouldn't you? I mean, oh yeah. This is like uh, this is like you know your secret weapon. And then you got this other unknown Trump card. Uh, you, oh, you know, here's how you tie it in with Ukraine. Uh, maybe President uh, Obama and Putin they get together, right? They have a beer summit, and they go, "All right, you you want uh, you want Snowden? I will give you Snowden, but you let me do what I want to do in Ukraine." Wow, well, I don't think so. You don't think that could happen?
0: Well, not. I mean, you don't you
3: don't see like because remember in about. I mean, yes, I think in it about could six happen. months. In about six months, Snowden's uh, temporary asylum will will come right, up, and right. that's going to become a. That's there's I, another if, there's another red book prediction. It, that's going to yeah. become a big deal
0: if it was ever going to happen. That's when it would happen. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like it would never. They would never admit to that out in public.
3: No, 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 no. But that's what I think you know yeah. once his his year comes up, and and. You know They'll hand him over. They'll make some sort of big deal about it. they will I don't yeah. know. It, yeah. it's, seem, it's an oddly timed situation. So speaking of the NSA,
0: does the name John Oliver ring a bell for you?
3: Oliver, is he the guy on The Daily Show that does the uh, correspondence? Right.
0: So he left The Daily Show. He yeah. now has his own show on HBO called Last Week Tonight. Yep. And, uh, for his first episode, I thought it was actually pretty good. I've got the full interview in the overtime folder in the supporters BitTorrent sync, but I wanted to play a clip from John Oliver for his first episode. He interviewed your buddy, your friend, oh? your pal, yeah? uh, General Keith Alexander. Oh,
3: yeah. Your yeah. friends, right? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me just make sure he's still my friend on Facebook. Right, okay. Yeah,
0: he is. Yeah. Okay. He's still there. So uh, I, there was a, it was actually a pretty good interview. I've got the extended version in the supporter sync, but here's a part that I thought I'd play in the show that I liked.
4: But you see, we're not just out there gathering U.S. communications, listening to their... Obviously, this is Keith Alexander talking to Oliver right now. ...phone calls or collecting their emails, but that's the first thing that people jump to. But you are out
5: there doing that. You're just saying you're not then reading them. You no. are gathering
4: that data. <laughs> no, no, So no no
0: no, 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 The GCHQ is doing that. <laughs> in terms of going the after U.S. Shot. Yeah. Well, technically, they're not collecting <whistles> U.S. citizens. We're not, but. No. our our Five Eyes partners
4: are, and yeah. then we analyze that. <laughs> oh, infrastructure, are sitting here in the United States, you know, talking to A and B, talking in the United States. We aren't collecting that. We don't collect that. We do collect the metadata, a two from number, date-time group, and duration of a call. That's all that's in there. But that's not nothing. No, that's, that's not That's significant
5: information, <coughs> otherwise you wouldn't want it. Is, is this the argument then, that to get the needle you need the haystack? Well, that's part of the argument. Right, but people's concerns, I think, are, are that you're not just taking the haystack, you're taking the whole farm. Right. and the county, and the state, and you've now got some photos of the farmer's wife in the shower as well.
4: <laughs> so, NSA is not allowed to go do that on its own. It has oversight. And so what the courts...
0: Secret courts.
4: Congress and the administration.
0: Selected members of Congress who are on the Intelligence Committee who have been lightly briefed on the situation. And Obama and his close teams, yeah, okay, so let's see, secret courts have okayed it, select members of Congress have it, and Obama's got his baseball cards, he okays it with those baseball cards. Okay, so so far, yeah, it sounds like a good argument, uh, Keith. I mean, not to interrupt so much, but this is the problem, these guys. These guys are playing with words here. They're th- He's not technically lying because he's not technically telling you the whole truth.
3: Right, it's a plausible deniability?
0: Well, it's like a, yeah, and like using... Using words that have, a, have like a separate definition almost? It's a matter of what the definition
3: of what is, is.
4: Congress and the administration do is say, if you're going to do this, it has to comport with the Constitution. So the question I think the American people really have to ask is, are we doing the right things to protect the nation and our civil liberties and privacy? I am the biggest advocate of freedom of the networks.
0: Internet. Oh, Keith Alexander, big fan of net neutrality, Jason. You heard it right there. (laughs) He's the biggest advocate, actually. Because the more open it is, the more we can snoop. So why don't we transition into net neutrality? I think this is probably something...
3: We we were talking about this in the uh, pre-pre-show. Yeah, during the barbecue show. show. During the barbecue show. Yeah, Uh, And I think at this point, and I know I might piss off a lot of people when Uh I say this. Uh Uh-oh. Right now, this is a non-story. At this... Gen, uh, at this junction, it's a non-story, and we need to be very, very careful that we're not being distracted. Right, and not not overhyping something that might not be
0: a big deal. Right. Now, some folks are calling this uh, a, a major deal. So, essentially, what's happened is the FCC has uh, signaled that they'd be willing to create something like a, a fast lane for the Internet, and Shep's going to bring us up to date on here. Shep?
1: The Fed is set to propose major changes that could affect the speed of our Internet connections and how much we pay. That's according to the reporting of the Wall Street Journal newspaper, citing the chairman of the Federal Communications Commission. Those changes effectively let carriers provide faster service for the companies that can afford it. Consider sites like Netflix, YouTube, Skype, which stream a lot of video, right? Under these new rules, sites like Netflix could soon be able to pay Internet providers for more speed to make sure their content reaches customers without disruption. That means no more buffering, no more loading signals at, and when, when you're watching TV shows online, oh. which sounds good. But opponents say these new rules are a complete 180 from the Fed's earlier position, that everyone should have equal access to the Internet. You don't have to be rich. You can be a kid in a basement taking a video of your cat, and it gets the same priority as a first-run movie on Netflix. That was the idea from the beginning. They called it net neutrality. Everyone should have equal access. The net belongs to the people. The Feds deny that this is a total turnaround, but they're not telling the truth.
0: Alright, so here's, so here's what, Shep makes a good point in that essentially they're, they're saying one thing and then they're kind of indicating another thing. And all of this is in the shadow of, uh, something that we all know recently happened. Netflix and Comcast made this special deal. Now we've got a graphic in the show notes that at a very high level shows you what the deal is that Netflix stroke struck with Comcast. Now, if you'll look at this diagram, one of the things you'll notice is essentially how it normally works and this let's take Jupyter Broadcasting for an example, is when somebody on a Comcast connection downloads a Jupyter broadcasting show, they don't connect directly to necessarily from the Comcast IP directly to Scale Engine. They go through some intermediary provider like level three, Cogent, XO and others. Then they because because comcast has their area of the network they pass through one of these providers then they connect to scale engine they download the show netflix's agreement with comcast allows them to essentially pass that middle layer and go directly from netflix right into the comcast interconnect and then push it out right out to all its subscribers that's you know, this is not exactly a net neutrality thing. It's not a special lane carved out for them. They're not tagging. Well, because
3: Comcast is their essentially a level three, but on a different scale. Right.
0: And, they're, and they're, not yeah. like, they're not like doing QoS, where they're tagging Netflix traffic above all others. What they're essentially doing is giving a dedicated path for Netflix. They're because, eliminating some of the routing. Because of the massive amount of volume yep. that Netflix brings, yep. right? And uh, yep. we'll have that diagram in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. See,
3: see, here's the thing that will solve the whole thing. And I know there's a lot of people that, you know, they look at the FCC chairman, Tom Wheeler, and they see his background and where right. he came from. I, I
0: think that's what really has people worried is that aspect.
3: And, that. you know, they, they hear him talking about it, but they also see his background, and they also see the revolving door of all the FCC commissioners. Right? It's and been a what, thing. It's been a thing for a number of years going way back to the Bush administration. Yeah. You know what? Abby does a great job of summing this up, so I'll play this. Ooh, Abby Martin. Video?
0: No video. Oh, there's no video. We don't play video in the main show. You're thinking
3: of a supporter show. No, I know, but I want video of Abby. We don't. We don't play video in the in the main. Show. Well, we we need to make an exception.
6: <laughs> in the last few decades, the world has seen an information <laughs> renaissance, all thanks to the internet's ability to level the playing field when it comes to disseminating knowledge. But the very notion of equal distribution online is under threat like never before. Since the internet's inception, a concept called net neutrality has protected users, small and large, to be able to access websites and distribute content at the same speed and bandwidth. But internet service providers or ISPs like Comcast and Verizon have tried to overturn net neutrality for years, and now their takeover has never been closer. See, thanks to documents leaked to the Wall Street Journal last week, we now know that the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, is proposing to abandon net neutrality altogether by creating a tiered internet. This means that pay to play will be the new ISP business model, leaving those who can't afford the faster tier in the dust. Now, given the fact that the FCC is supposed to be a regulator, many are shocked at how far the agency is going to protect massive telecom corporations. But according to a new article by Vice, this shouldn't come as a surprise considering the people that run the FCC. Ever since FCC Commissioner Tom Wheeler took his position last year, he's hired everyone from former Comcast attorneys, like Daniel Alvarez to Matthew Del Nero, to a former lawyer for TDS Telecom. Not to mention, Wheeler himself is a former lobbyist for the telecom industry. In fact, he's been sponsored by Comcast Verizon and the U.S. Telecom Association. What better person to represent the people when it comes to an internet free of corporate collusion?
0: <laughs> oh, Abby, I think you're being sarcastic, but she brings up the point you were just bringing up. Yeah. As, and this is one of the reasons why people are really so freaked out by it, because you look at the, it's not just Wheeler, right? It's the entire staffing of that layer of the FCC yeah, that yeah. people are freaked out about.
3: I think what needs to happen here and Denny Tech nailed it in our chat room, and I was just about to say it, is ISPs need to be a common carrier, meaning just like your phone company, mm-hmm. uh, your local phone company, I'm talking about the the wire that goes to your house, and I know some of you out there still have one of those. They cannot discriminate fo- any kind of calls coming to your house. I mean, it's a utility. It right. is a utility. And right. it, at the point, the Internet we have to admit, is a utility yeah, at this point. Yeah, it really is. I mean, is. we cannot live... Jupiter Broadcasting could not live without the internet. What You know, what business now that
0: is out there that has any kind of scale can live without their email for a day even?
3: Like, it's just... I like, mean... It's, it, I
0: have had clients that just totally flip their lid when their email goes down for the, a little while. The
3: potential... You gotta look here, you guys, at the big picture. And the big picture is this: Let's say, for example, there is a company out there that does online video storage better than YouTube. We'll call them ChaseTube, okay? I like this. And ChaseTube has this incredible algorithm and an incredible system that scrubs through to make sure you're not putting up copyrighted material. And it's an automated system; it doesn't do these false flags that YouTube does. It oh, doesn't. nice! And you, and if you're a content creator, you have these great tools and you have all these great things, right? Right. right. And Alright, here we go. I'm going to launch this service. So I launched this service, but now let's say these new rules are in effect. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, which is Google, is paying for a higher And they treatment. can afford to do and so. They, of course they can afford to do so. They got billions of dollars. They're rolling in it. And so what happens is, as me as a startup can't get that traction because right. all my videos are buffering. Right. You're getting, you're getting good service, but not great not service. Not as good as. Not as good as, because now YouTube, all the videos are super snappy. Right, right. Everything works great. Yep, yep. And then what happens is, These new startup companies will fail, right? and there will never be a new startup.
0: The experience is not as good, and the CBC argues that what you're going to essentially end up with is the cable TV effect where you have these predefined choices.
7: The idea is often described as a high-speed lane, a way for deep-pocketed companies to speed past everyone else. Online today, it is being savaged as an assault on the principles of the Internet, a violation of what's called net neutrality. The principle of equal access for all. Hamza Khan has a small digital marketing company. He fears that if big companies can get preferential service, little ones and startups will suffer by comparison. They're going
0: to be weeded out. And this is going to force the internet to become a lot smaller. And it's almost like a throwback to the way that things were before the internet in which a few channels controlled all of the information, all of the content. That sounds horrible, right? That sounds absolutely like a nightmare. Scenario. So
3: in my opinion, the only answer to this is make them a common carrier. Now, we've already seen, and Tom Wheeler has gone out on record in a few articles. I've yep. seen it. And he, he re- In fact, he wrote yeah, a ahead. blog post. He yeah. said- uh, "On the Is it the FCC blog or tomwheeler.douche? <laughs> no, it was the
0: FCC blog. Okay. I didn't know tomwheeler.douche. I should check that more often. Like I'll add it to my RSS feeds. Yeah. I'll add it to Google Reader. <laughs> oh, wait.
3: TomDealer.douche. I,
0: so he actually wrote a 1,300-word uh, short- On his blog, he was no details. Only one or two paragraphs actually described the proposal even. But, uh, yeah, he essentially said, you guys have got it all wrong. These actions are to defend net neutrality, not hurt it.
3: That's literally what he said. And he he did give a list that uh, making them a common carrier is not off the agenda. Right. However, when he said that, I took it with a grain of salt because I feel like he had to say that to try to shut some people up. But I honestly feel the only way that we're going to get any traction is make them a common carrier. And if they're not going to listen, I, this is where the power of the people come together. And there are people that are signing an actual WhiteHouse.gov, uh, uh, yeah, uh you know, you know, petition. The, but the, we but, the people petition. But the thing is, we need to. This is more, more important than us. This is more important mm. than anything. I think this is as important as SOPA was. I really do, because there's
0: actually some provisions in this thing that sound a little SOPA-y. Oh. And I think, you know, we've been talking about why people are upset, but, you know, we missed something. And I think this still feeds into it, even, you know, here we are years later after 2008. But candidate Obama, one of the things that Net neutrality. he, he, He campaigned on net neutrality. Here he is in 2008.
8: And as president, I intend to work with you to write the next chapter in the story of American innovation. That's part of the reason why I'm running for President of the United States. To seize this moment, we have to ensure free and full exchange of information. And that starts with an open Internet. I will take... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're so amazing. Oh, we love you. We love you, Barry. I will take a back seat to no one in my commitment to network neutrality. Because once providers start to privilege some applications or websites over others, then the smaller voices get squeezed out, and we all lose. Whoa! The internet wow! Is...
0: I know, right? It's almost wow. like he's actually fully aware of what the problem is, and yet still makes the wrong choice.
8: Yeah. Smaller
3: right, go
0: ahead. The right.
8: voices get squeezed out, and we all lose. The internet is perhaps the most open network in history,
0: and we have to keep it that way. Oh, what an idea! What a concept! What do you think, Chase?
3: Well... If we get that president, here, here's the <laughs> if thing. <we> get that-
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah.
3: That maybe that there is two presidents, but yeah. yeah. Man, this is one of those things that I understand. Some people have some friction against contacting government officials mm. or signing petitions. You got to make some noise, is what you're saying. Noise needs to be said, and I understand. Yeah. There's a lot of you in, in our chat room right now that don't fully agree with doing petitions or contacting government officials or contacting people who represent you. Yeah, I feel like... So here's the thing. But we need to do something. We just can't sit and yell in a chat room and sit and yell on a show and not actually
0: do something. And here's, here's, here's what I think people need to focus around. A lot of efforts are already organizing online around May 15th. This is May 15th, 2014. This is the date you actually need to be keeping track of because... All of, where, all of this is being based on a little leak that went to the Wall Street Journal. And when I say little, I literally mean very little. There was essentially no information in all of this. In fact, the entire article spends very little amount of time actually discussing this leaked proposal and instead focuses on the history of net neutrality. Uh, I, I would argue that people are getting a little o- overreacting before we have the data to go on. And so here's, here's what you need to know. On May 15th, the proposal is scheduled to come out to the light for public review. When the commission, that's when the, and that is also,
3: by the way, when so not the, the rumored one, but the actual right. real now, thing. Here's the thing. All right. There's
0: also going to be a vote around May 15th. It could be on May 15th to continue with the proposal. It's not going to make it law, but it's going to continue to move it on. So this is our chance to make a little bit of noise right now. And I think the internet is sort of working together to build up stink around May 15th. So we see, got a few
3: weeks. See, here's the thing. A couple weeks. I, I, I really don't want pessimism on this one, you guys. And the reason why I don't want pessimism is i don't want to see people right now in our chat room some people are saying rest in peace open internet it's all over well that means you're just giving up and that really pisses me off a little bit yeah because you know that's not who we are especially you guys who listen and are part of this community you should actually be engaging here do you think this matters to people outside the u.s uh yeah i i it should it should because it's it's going to affect them too
0: yeah, I, I, it,
3: it's going to get worse for them because here's the thing. I know that in Europe, or at least in the UK and in some parts over there they are they have more I I want to say they they have more more competition well not only competition but they have these kind of regulations already because they have more competition for one right I mean it's one and the other that's true and
0: part of it is and you know this is all happening in the shadow of the Comcast Time Warner merger merger, right and just this week happened just the other day uh, Netflix just confirmed they just signed up with a new period agreement with Verizon Verizon to have direct access to Verizon's (laughs) network so it's already happening here in the U.S. at some degree uh, ATT a couple of months ago announced that uh, if if providers like YouTube want to pay them, then they'll cover the cost of folks' mobile data usage. So if you watch something on, let's just say, who right, doesn't pull out of my data? Doesn't pull out of your data. But if right. you watch something on JupiterBroadcasting.com, it pull paying out of my that, data. That's essentially another version of. And the,
3: and the other thing, too, about these uh, regulations is they don't touch wireless at all. Uh, usually they, they really focus in on the wired side of the connections.
0: Right, right. And
3: so on the wireless side, the the pay-for-play thing is is happening right now.
0: Yes, yes, yes. It's already happening now, you guys. Yes,
3: You guys don't realize. I mean, for example, ESPN is one of the early people who actually brokered these deals. I don't know. They have something called ESPN3 where I could watch ESPN3 on my computer, watch it on my phone, and the only way I was able to watch it is if they brokered a deal with that cable provider. Yeah, yeah. They don't even give you access unless the cable provider is brokering that deal. I don't like that. I don't like, but it's, but ESPN is one of the ones that pioneered that. Oh, it's dirty. It, I makes, know, it, it's, 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 me, it makes me mad. But, but you guys, we need to do something about this. We really, really do. We just can't sit here and complain yeah and I think too, like well, well, how will the, how will the big tech companies
0: step up? Will Google and Microsoft and Apple and Facebook and Twitter and all of Amazon and all those guys will they come forward? Will IBM set up a fund to fight this because it affects their business too? Or will they say, "Hey, guess what? We've already made it. Let's pull up the ladder. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> What's going to happen next? Because They could make that move, and be like, "Hey, we
3: we're already here. We can well, afford think, it."
0: I've, Good luck, little guy.
3: I think it's real simple. What you do is you go to your, your your representatives, and you say, "All right, how do you feel about this?" And then they'll tell you. They'll mm. tell you if they're for it or they're against it or for whatever. it against it. And whatever they say, all right, all right, fine. If you're if you're for it, you say, "Hey, I'm here to help you and support you." If not, you know the powers in the vote, people. The the power is, I know I think a lot the of
0: powers th- in the money.
3: Well, it is that and too. but you know, think about this. There's a lot of people out there. All they need to be is just a little bit informed, and once they are a little bit informed yep. with what is going on, yep. that's very, very powerful. That's what we're trying to do right here on the Unfiltered Show, Chase. and that's why you should become a supporter today.
0: Dang right,
3: in because fact, if you do,
0: you could help us keep this messaging going on. You can help us inform people. You can help spread the good word because once and think about this, guys. Think about how just in the last ten years, the internet has. Fundamentally transformed how much we all know about what's going on, and shows like ours are exactly the kind of show that would suffer in a world where the where the major outlets of media on the internet are already chosen for you. There would not be a spot for a show like the Unfiltered show, but thankfully today there still is, and you can become an Unfiltered supporter to keep this show on the air because that's how we make it every single week. We don't take ads from these companies by design. We, we are supported by you, the, the audience, people. and I want to thank this week. We are happy to report that we have 370. Eight unfiltered supporters. That's one new supporter from last week. Ding! They get a ding for that. All right. Okay. All right. I'll ding them. There, there you, you go. Uh, so I want to say a very special thank you to Mark R., Mark, you became our one supporter this week. Supporters get a lot of extras. They do. There's a pre- and post-show that we call The Supporter Show. It includes more clips, more context, more information about what's going on. You essentially get two shows a week that way, all wrapped up in one beautiful file. And you get the supporter sync. You get all the source files, additional clips. If you want to hear something again, if you want to... Clip it yourself. Play it for a class. We've heard a lot of folks are doing that. And then we also have the overtime folder. All of that's in one BitTorrent sync. Then we have a separate BitTorrent sync. It's just the last five supporter shows that you can just pull up on your phone. Good to go. We've also got RSS feeds, and you get the
3: newsletter. And the great thing right now is, thanks to no net neutrality, thanks to net neutrality, yeah. you're able. And we have two areas across the U.S. where you can pull that data. Yeah, And it's seamless. And yeah. you get a nice, fast connection as long as your ISP isn't throttling right. you. <laughs> yeah. but and it'll yeah, be like that a for a little cl- while at least. But yeah. the, the, the great <laughs> Take thing is, while you can, folks. You know, the great thing is I know some of you guys like to listen to contacts without us talking. You want to hear the clips. And that's the beauty of that folder is you get all that information, all the stuff yeah. that we share here on the show. Yeah. And you get access to all yourself. of that. You can yeah. run your own clips. And the other thing, too, is... You can do your own little mini unfilter.
0: It's interesting, too, to see the narratives that sort of uh, build over time through that clip archive. And you can go back and you like, oh, man, if you listen to this now, this makes so much more sense, or this means so much more. And you have the power to do that on demand. But you also just have... Even if you don't take advantage of any of that stuff, you know you're keeping us going, and we really appreciate it. All you have to do is go over to jupiterbroadcasting.com, click on The Unfiltered Show. This is episode 95. 95. And then click on that support button. It's $5 a month. And Simple. Ev- Every single week, you'll essentially get two shows worth of content from us. And if you haven't ever heard a supporter show, they're really now, great.
3: Now, I-, I know some of you out there, myself included, may not have a job right now. Mm. You may not be able to afford doing this, mm. and that's fine. Mm. So what I like to say is you know, share it share what we're trying to do show somebody what we're trying to do that's mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. it doesn't take it doesn't take much to do a retweet spread the good word put a link in there and, and just say hey you know what these guys were talking about net neutrality i they have a really good grasp on it and share it and yeah. Those those are kind of things that are very, very powerful that you can do for free.
0: You can also join us live and hang out in our chat room. You get to help name the show. You give us a little bit of information while we're going. Kick us in the butt if we say something wrong. And you just join us over at jblive.tv. We do this show on Thursdays around 6 p.m. We're usually live Pacific, but just go to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar to get that converted in your local time. Word. All right, Chase. I want to shift gears from that. And I want to start talking about the Ukraine. This is a situation that I think one of the reasons our our donations are down is because we keep talking about it. I think people are just not that interested. Well,
3: maybe they're not interested because they don't really fully understand the scope of what's going on.
0: And this is the problem... That mainstream media suffers from is if you look at this this problem over you know the last fifty years, it has essentially formed the monster that we now have. The completely as a democracy in the United States leaves us totally uninformed and totally
3: unequipped well, to make good elections. It's not only that if the news isn't getting good uh, ratings. And they're not getting a lot of people. Then they just talk about a freaking flight for for two months They'll they'll talk about something else because if they see their numbers slipping and they say, well, you know, we're not trying to understand what's going on. Let's cover the trial more. They don't like it when we talk about
0: Ukraine. Well, you know what? This show does not suffer from this problem. As long as we have those supporters, we will talk about what actually matters and what actually made history this week, even if you haven't figured out why it's important to listen to it yet. And I hopefully you will. So I wanna bring you up to date on what's happening and how the situation in the Ukraine is getting a little more tense. Let's start with pro-Russian militants taking over even more government, or I should say new government buildings. Overseas,
9: a dramatic moment as pro-Russian militants storm the government building in one of the largest cities in Eastern Ukraine. Armed with baseball bats, they smashed windows as crowds cheered them on outside. Insurgents there have now seized government buildings, police stations and city halls in at least 10 cities and towns across that eastern part of Ukraine.
0: Now, a key piece there, and I want you guys to kind of remember this, is you heard the crowds, you heard uh, Brian Williams mention it, that while these pro-Russian militants are going in and seizing these buildings, they are being cheered on by large groups of civilian crowds outside the building say, go, take over, get in there. So when they're saying what the popular opinion is or isn't or what the Russian speakers are or are not doing, just remember that when these actions are actually happening, it would appear that people are out in the streets cheering it on and the new ukrainian government saying i don't know if we have the resources to stop this unrest Pro-Russian
10: separatists have seized new areas of eastern Ukraine, as the central government in Kiev loses further control. On Tuesday, hundreds of people stormed a government building in Luhansk without resistance, and later fired on the local police headquarters. By taking the city, the pro-Russian militants now control two provincial capitals in eastern Ukraine. Earlier today, the separatists also seized government buildings in the town of Horlivka. Ukraine's interim government said today it is, quote, to quell the unrest.
0: Yeah, so now we have taken over two capitals. I mean, this is seriously starting to get to the situation where uh, the pro-Russian militants are really getting to a spot of power. Like, there's some serious territory they're getting.
3: But you know, Americans are thinking, Chris, how does this affect me? Why should I even give a rip? Anytime, and I think that's the problem. Anytime,
0: and it's not just the U.S., it's also the European allies, it's any NATO ally, anytime we get drawn into conflicts like this, there are costs for the citizens. There's also just the fact that we're all sharing the same planet, and also a lot of what's being done in our name, there's that aspect of it as well. And I think that's a critical piece that people can't fully wrap their brains around, and... Where the, what, the reason why this is sort of ratcheting it up right now is a lot of people are inferring that this appears to be sort of a repeat of what happened right before Putin's troops moved into Crimea. The conflict
4: in Ukraine is escalating this morning. Government troops launched operations against pro-Russian forces. Russian President Vladimir Putin is warning that Ukraine is on the brink of civil war. Holly Williams is in Slavy, where both sides are putting on a major show of force.
11: Good morning. Here in eastern Ukraine, the country's military and armed separatists are putting on rival shows of strength. In Slovyansk this morning, there were masked gunmen on the streets and armored personnel.
0: That's a tank doing uh, wheelies or uh, donuts that you're hearing in the background.
11: Carriers flying the Russian flag. I thought
3: it was a
0: Foley this stage. This town,
11: like many others, is now in the hands of pro-Russian militants. In nearby Kramatorsk, Ukrainian troops were helicoptered in yesterday to try to wrest back control of an airfield from the separatists. And 40 miles away, in Kamyanka, more Ukrainian soldiers made preparations for a fight against the insurgents. Their general described it as an anti-terrorist operation. let's
0: so the new Ukrainian government is saying what these, what these pro-Russian militants are doing, and I remember these people are, the pro-Russian militants are self-described as they're fighting for the people, they want to take back from this new government what they believe is theirs, they maybe even want to create a new republic, and... All of this is interesting because the the war of, of words is that the new Ukrainian government is saying, well, these people are terrorists. These are terrorist strikes. We are fighting terrorists. Everybody go out there and fight the terrorists.
11: Ukraine's leaders blame Moscow for instigating unrest here. But the militants have popular support from many Russian-speaking Ukrainians who claim they're discriminated against by their own government.
8: We're
11: fighting for ourselves and for our land, said this man. Do I look like a terrorist to you? At this checkpoint in Konstantinovka today, we found pro-Russian protesters passing out leaflets that immediately caught our eye. What they're handing out here is a declaration of independence by this part of Eastern Ukraine. And this congratulates the people here on the formation of the Republic of Donetsk. That's exactly what Ukraine's leaders are trying to prevent but using force is high risk. It could provoke a military intervention from Russia, which has condemned Ukraine's actions as criminal. The fear is a repeat of what happened in Crimea last month, when separatist demonstrations were a pretext for thousands of Russian soldiers to move in and then annex the region.
0: So they're going to say, I mean, what 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 the U.S. is worried about and what the current Ukrainian government's worried about is, oh, these are the same arguments before the Crimea thing happened. The people there wanted out. Uh, the yep. Russians they're going to back them. Yep. Now the people over there say, look, we've already started our own republic. We're already independent. It's kind of the same kind of the same situation. All of this time, one of the things the U.S. has continually been saying is that these efforts are backed by moscow these guys are going in there they're saying they're not affiliated with moscow
3: but right. putin is is controlling them. He's put he's pushing the people on the ground to do this
0: now there's never been any real solid proof it seems pretty obvious that is the case just by looking at it as a casual observer it does seem like obviously
3: well if i was a you know american just watching the nightly news and i just you know glanced at this i'd think oh yeah putin's the guy he's bad I, he's doing this I,
0: I wouldn't necessarily even doubt it i mean in a way because like this is the same thing we would do if we were going into libya or someplace like this it's you know, you you stoke up a, a little a uh, little local war, and you know you get on the right side, and you you get them to push over the government, and it's just somebody else taking our playbook and applying it. But like I said, never been any real proof. However, just recently, it kind of made a big hoopla online. Uh, John Kerry was in a closed door meeting with reporters. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, it's uh off the record. Yeah. An off-the-record yeah. meeting. He's in this off-the-record meeting, and what everybody's freaking out is what he said about Israel. But what he said about the Ukraine is even more interesting. In this recording that got leaked by the Daily Beast, somehow they quote-unquote obtained it, he says that Russia is resorting and exporting thuggism to the Ukraine. Now, it's a little hard to hear, because this is like somebody recording in their pocket, but in this clip, if you listen, Kerry claims that U.S. intelligence has proof... That Moscow is behind these protesters.
5: Intel is producing, uh, you know, taped conversations of intelligence operatives taking their orders from Russian Moscow, and everybody can tell the difference in the accents, and in the idioms, and in the language, and so forth. Um, and uh, we know exactly who's giving those orders, we you know where they're coming from. Uh, I mean, this is insulting. Everybody's
4: intelligence, let alone to our
5: notions of how we ought to be behaving in this century, it's thuggish. It's rogue
0: status. It's the worst order of behavior. I so he says it's thuggism. It's the worst kind of thuggism. It's not how you act in the new century. So let's keep all those comments in mind when we pull something like this in the right. future. Well, <laughs>
3: well, I mean, remember, the people, quote-unquote, voted for this, right, Chris? Well, didn't they want this? Uh, the people in Crimea did. Yeah. Now we're going to see this
0: potentially same scenario play out again in, in, eastern, Ukraine. in eastern Ukraine. right? Uh, I think it's interesting that in a closed session that was supposedly off the record, Kerry just comes out and admits U.S. intelligence
3: has proof that they're linked so to are, Moscow. So are you saying this was, quote-unquote, intentionally, off-mic intentionally? I don't know. Well,
0: I mean, maybe. That's a little conspiracy or, bacon-ish. Or, or maybe not, but then if it's not, then why are they not... It, why not just come out and actually... And just say it. Yeah. Like, if you Share have the it. phone records, because what he was saying is he has the phone records. If they've got them, play them. I mean, that's what the Russians did when Victoria Nuland was over there saying, F the EU, they, they played, played him. them. Yeah. So if
3: you got them, let's play them. Maybe they don't play it because that's the, precisely the reason. They, they don't want to come down on Russia's level. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. Uh, but uh, Representative Poe says, "Don't worry, we're not going to go to war over this. All we got to do is get the new Ukrainian government's dependence off of Russia and sell them some gas." And listen carefully, because there's a bit of a flub.
6: Are there any options between, on one hand, going to war, and on the other, this
0: is KT on Fox News.
6: On hand, acquiescing to Putin.
5: Well, we we don't have to go to war. We're not going to go to war. We're not going to use our military. Uh, Yes, that is not the
0: answer, but we can do some things before... Oh, we can do some things before... He's going to say before we go to war, and then he corrects himself. Listen Uh, listen to what he says. uh, But we can do some things before... I mean, rather than that.
5: (laughs) We can do some things before we go to war. Yes, that is not the answer, but we can do some things before... I mean, rather than that. And one is sanctions that actually affect Putin, and then... Give the message to the Ukrainians uh, and other European countries that we will help them with their energy. I was in Ukraine last week. I spoke to the president, the prime minister, and a bunch of folks running for president. They beach. all talked about we need the United States to sell us natural gas.
0: And that's the top thing on their agenda. Yeah, there's civil war going on. Yeah, we just lost Crimea. Yeah, we've got Russian troops on the border. But,
3: man, we need your gas. You know... For gosh sakes, Chris, give them some guns.
5: So they they don't even have that hope because we haven't said we're going to do that. They're held hostage by energy. Let them know there's competition coming and we can compete against the the Russians. And I think that is the long term uh, answer for this. We're not going to have a military intervention. But Putin is still going to march, I think, through eastern Ukraine.
0: So we might lose eastern Ukraine, but we can sell the rest some gas. That'll be fine. It's okay. Uh, now, this came out recently. Uh, Senate Republicans are pressing the Obama administration to do more to help with the Ukraine and hurt Russia by including a new bill that would provide for weapons, sanctions, and more aid to the new Ukrainian government. So we're giving aids to the Syrian rebels. We're giving, a- we're giving guns to... The Ukrainian new government... Everybody's getting guns. For God's sakes,
3: just give them some guns, Chase. Uh, You know, it's like Oprah. You know, you put the guns under the seats. (laughs) And it's, you're getting a gun. And you're getting a gun. And you're getting a gun. Now, the Obama administration wants everybody to believe that these sanctions they are doing are hurting
0: real bad. In fact, uh, right now... uh, they say that Russians' foreign exchange reserves were drained of a record $63 billion in the first quarter of the year. This is according to Economic Development Minister Alexey yulva Craigfian. He said that on Wednesday in an address the lower house of parliament, if the pace continues, losses this year would surpass $120 billion in Russia. Now, uh, that might be related to the sanctions that we're doing, but that might also not be. It might have just been a, a trend that was already starting because last year... Right. Russia's economy only grew 1.3%. That's the weakest rate in the past 13 years, wow. with the exception of 2009, when, the country suffered, uh, uh, in, in the, when this country suffered in general in the regular global downturn. Uh, the growth slowed further this year as investors pulled money out of the country amid concerns over Russia's policy in the Ukraine. Now, this is all being pushed, this narrative is being pushed by MSNBC, so therefore the Obama administration, but you take that with, with what you will. Um, I tell you what, We are watching a whole new chapter of relations that I I think we are setting the groundwork for tensions that will exist through the lifetime of potentially my children. Yeah. Like this is the beginning of a whole new era, I think. And it's over something. So I'm kind of with you on this. It's like it really doesn't seem worth it. It really, I know there's a, I know there's natural gas, there's pipelines involved, there's encircling Russia motivations involved, there's old co- Cold War, uh, you know, hawks that are still in, in, in that, that's a factor in all of this. Yeah. But I just don't get it.
3: I think what needs to happen, Chris, is they need to go to Finland. It's like a neutral country.
0: Right? Mm. We should go to po- the Putin. Republic of the Internet, where we don't have these kinds of problems. Well, you got
3: to be careful; that might be throttled. But <laughs> if if you head to Finland, you know, get Putin there. Get Obama there. Get a couple of beers. Yeah, have a beer summit. Have a beer summit. Right. Break it down. Yeah, and let's just talk about it, you guys. Let's Uh, just get this done.
0: And and as tensions get higher, you know what? You know who suffers? The astronauts. And this
9: was bound to happen in light of the new economic sanctions on Russia. Russia's deputy prime minister has suggested the U.S. use a trampoline to get our astronauts to the International (laughs) Space Station. This is dicey territory because right now NASA has no other way of getting American astronauts into space. Aside from the Russians, the Americans take off and land these days on the Soyuz spacecraft Ah, and have to live with and get along with Russian cosmonauts in very close quarters.
3: Oh, and I'm sure
0: they smell horrible, right, Brian?
3: Brian, <laughs> use a Shut trampoline. Up. I, I mean, first off, <laughs> these are scientific professionals. Okay, <laughs> right. their their goal is about science. Science, and they don't give a rip about the politics. No, in fact, it's just probably annoyance to them. They're they're probably up there in the international space station, like what the hell's going on? You know, down they're there? looking down there, looking at how small everything is. And goes, God,
0: stupid hairless. Monkeys. They're stupid. They're stupid.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's why they need to have a beer.
0: I want to talk about something that is very u s focused, but uh, I, it needs to be talked about and I also feel like there's a good chance that this is one of those things that affects probably all nations that if yeah. you have a cell phone and you have an, if you have an over aggressive police state, this probably impacts you this week. As we're recording the show, Supreme Court is taking on the challenge of law enforcement's ability to do warrantless cell searches. So you get pulled over on a on a, we uh, during the during the supporter show we played two examples
3: license registration and your cell phone, please. Right,
0: one guy one guy got pulled over because his tabs were expired. One guy got pulled over because he was speeding. They searched the cell phone based on pictures they found on the cell phone. They, they either haul him downtown, they search his car, things like that. So the Supreme Court is taking this issue on right now.
9: Back in this country, the Supreme Court today took up the hot issue concerning privacy in the digital age. Specifically, can police acting without a warrant search through the cell phones of people they arrest? As you watch this next report, ask yourself what may be on your phone that you might not want the wider world to see. Our report tonight from our justice correspondent, Pete Williams.
7: What's on your cell phone? More than 90% of Americans have them, nearly two-thirds smartphones.
5: Things that I don't even want to say on camera just because it's that
7: sensitive. And with 13 million people arrested every year, most for minor offenses, defense lawyers say police should have to get a search warrant to rummage through the cell phones of anyone they arrest. Because smartphones contain so much private information, medical records, political and religious affiliations, even intimate pictures. What's at issue is whether or not the police in every arrest, no matter how minor the offense and no matter whether they have any reason to think they have to look right away, can do a full exploratory search of someone's
0: digital device.
7: But the Obama administration joins police officers who say criminals use cell phones as a tool.
4: There's one involved with every crime, either as a facilitator of the crime (laughs) or as an eyewitness to the crime. It's extremely valuable.
7: Courts have long held that police do not need a warrant to search anything they find on people they arrest, including purses or wallets. The question, should phones be treated the same? Justice Alito asked, what's the difference between looking at photos in a billfold and saved in the memory of a cell phone? But Justice Sotomayor said a billfold is one to five photos. With cell phones, she said, we're talking about potentially thousands. And Justice Kagan said people carry their entire lives on cell phones. The likely outcome, a middle ground with police allowed to search cell phones for evidence of serious crimes, but not to hunt through them in minor ones. Pete Williams, NBC News at the Supreme Court.
0: Now, if you're interested in this case... uh, I have a link in the show notes for uh, a journalist who was there. He wrote down his initial impressions for the first day of oral arguments, uh, and it, it sounds like it could go either way at this point.
3: So how do you feel about the p- potential, Chris, of a uh, of a deal like that where, or let's say you're pulled over for drunk driving, or you're pulled <laughs> Jeez, over Thanks, for- buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm tr- I drunk drive all the time, Chase. <laughs>
0: You know, me just having a few beers, you know, get in that's the what, car. It's not what. I mean.
3: <laughs> God, but, that sounded so bad. But you know
0: what you could is speeding. I I speed all the okay. time.
3: Okay, let's say you're pulled over for speeding. Yep. Should they be able to search your cell phone? No, no, absolutely not. Right. I feel
0: like that is. I don't feel like that's a. Do you think there's
3: any instance that they should be able to search a, a criminal
0: cell phone? Once they have a warrant. Yeah, once. And so their argument is, but well. course we can't get a warrant because they're going to destroy right. the evidence. Exactly. That's their argument. And they're also, the, the secondary argument
3: to that is, well, for the safety of the police officer, we feel that if we could search their cell phone, we'd find out if and they're we, dangerous. And we, and we talked a little bit about that in the supporter show, but there has never been a documented instance where a cell phone has harmed a police officer That blew my mind That uh, you know The best that they could Point
0: to as well We saw some pictures Of guns So we impounded the car Gave the cell phone To our gang expert And within a couple of hours He looked through the pictures And we found guns Yeah um, And I, I, I brought up The example of Well what if You know I'm in a state Where cannabis Isn't legalized Yep. And uh, they pull me over, and they see a picture of me smoking a dupe, which I don't know. I would never have a picture of that, but let's just say there was a picture Dude, of me. there's a picture right here. I have it right on my cell phone. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that, you know what I mean? Like You never yeah. know what's on your phone, right? Yeah. Sometimes people take pictures, stuff like that. That's the part that really scares me. And like you said earlier, this is a computer in your pocket. It's not, it's not a diary. It's not a piece of paper in your pocket that they can just read that's scribbled on. This is your computer. And in the future, it's even more so going to be your computer. We are, we are just a few years into the smartphone thing and it is already a vital piece of personal storage. And when you think about the future and what the future is going to look like, these phones are going to have all kinds of things. Let's talk about iOS 8. Supposedly iOS 8 is going to have health book on it, which will have all your health information. Future versions of Androids will be literally your wallet. They will have all of your financial information in them. And these people will be going through this, pulling this information out, looking at your transactions, looking at your health information, looking at your photos, looking at your emails, looking at your text messages.
3: Yeah, I'd say that's a violation of privacy. Okay, so does this uh, ruling only extend to cell phones? What about laptop computers and tablets? Yeah, I don't know. And and all that. Yeah, I I feel... I I mean, there's technology that, you know, is getting more and more... Uh, integrated even in the car itself. Okay. I mean, you have your Bluetooth linked in with your car. So you have all the car, uh, your call records. All my in, contacts are in there. Are in your
0: car. Yeah, in my car. So yeah. if they comp, if they, if they get my
3: car, they get all that info. I, I really think first off, you guys, practice some, some security. Put a pin code, mm. a thumb lock, a pattern lock, mm-hmm. something.
0: You know, this is kind of cool. One of the things our producer Q5 is looking into for the Linux action show is this technology that is kind of like true crypt for the cell phone. And uh, when you boot up your phone, there's a secret combo you can do and you can boot into a totally encrypted private environment. Ah. If you do nothing, it boots into like this fake environment that you could could stage with information, but it'd be a pure environment. What's so awesome is the way the encryption is done is that they they hide the other hidden system in, in the files and noise of the other system. So when somebody analyzes the file system of your cell phone, they don't see any indication of this hidden operating system. Uh, And special shout out, the chat room wanted me to mention today a new version of Tails came out. If you have a laptop that you are traveling with and you are doing something confidential on that laptop, especially if you're crossing the border, check out Tails. You don't have to install it. You can run it from a USB thumb drive. It'll get you encryption. It'll get you Tor privacy all out of the box. You remove the thumb drive. It's All of this stuff is gone. It doesn't hold any persistence. If somebody searches your laptop, they find nothing. New version of Tails came out today. You guys can wow. check it out. It's pretty good. So, But you can't use that on your phone yet, right? So I think the short version is don't do stupid stuff on your cell phone for a while till we get this thing
3: figured out. Well, and at, at minimum, make sure you're running security on your phone something please
0: yeah and have a code
3: yep. make it you know at every step
0: right so that way they have to be continually crossing the line
3: yep yep and don't and by the way if you get stopped off the side of the road uh first don't ha- let them search your car without a warrant and if they ask you to get out of the car leave your phone in the car they yeah. can they cannot get to it yeah without a warrant
0: yeah period i like this dual environment thing i think yeah, that's, that's a good really that's really to nice go. too yeah, yeah. i, I want to talk about uh, you know uh, we like to end the Unfilter Show on a high note these yeah, days. Wait,
3: <gasps> wait. Uh-huh. I have I, I, I mean, it. That was very good. Because it's a weed thing. Yeah, it's yeah. weed,
0: yeah. Uh, and we've been we've been talking lately about sort of this this sort of build up of anti weed propaganda since Colorado and Washington legalized. Well, two pot deaths. Two deaths related to cannabis consumptions have happened in Colorado. Oh my gosh, it's time to throw the whole system out. Everybody freak out. I, and uh, you know what's what's great about this clip that i'm about to play is you can't really die from a thc overdose you'll fall asleep before you ever get anywhere close to dying like there was some experiments they did where they just jacked a dog up on a whole oh, bunch geez. of pot and the dog just fell asleep before it's like and it was like 300 times the amount of weed like a regular person would be able to consume oh, and the dog just fell asleep so The media has really struggled with this one because you can't just say people are dying from consuming marijuana because that's practically impossible. Right. But what if you get crazy when you smoke it or eat it?
6: Colorado is rethinking the rules for pot infused food this morning after two recent deaths. A voter approved ballot measure legalized recreational marijuana use in January. Don Daly shows us how the Rocky Mountain State is in. Uncharted territory. Oh. Don, good morning.
10: Good morning. Colorado's Marijuana Enforcement Division meets later today with lawmakers and edible pot producers to discuss how much THC should be in a serving size. THC, of course, is the active ingredient in marijuana. Concern about regulation of so-called edibles comes in the wake of two high-profile deaths linked to the products. Edible marijuana comes in many forms, but labs that test the products say it's hard to know exactly
5: what kind of buzz to expect. Do you know if your marijuana is safe that you're buying? Well, you really don't.
2: I think that there's been a misconception that all of this stuff has been tested, and it hasn't.
10: Last month, a 19-year-old student jumped to his death off a Denver hotel balcony after friends said he ate a single marijuana cookie test showed it was the strength of six high quality joints. So wow. Uh,
0: let's Oh wait. Let's it would make this. you jump? Well, so first of all, I mean, no. <laughs> like, but it could make you stupid. Like it could just make you like feel a little freaked out and maybe yeah. you, you you know, you do something you wouldn't normally do. And if you go back into the unfiltered archives, I did predict that one of the first things that would happen as sort of this legalization is when there was problems it would come from edibles because when you eat something that has cannabis in it, you don't really know what the effect is going to be, and if you've never really had it before, it is that is that is legitimately a way to a bad time because it, <laughs> would, it can be way too strong, and if you're not familiar with the yeah. effects, it can freak you out. Yeah. So uh, this guy, 19 year old kid, he's not from Colorado. He's there. He's there for break. He comes in. He eats a pot cookie. He Did gets he know a, he was eating a pot cookie? They don't say. Probably because it's you can taste it. It it does not and, not and taste.
3: And he's 19 years old, and I bet you Colorado passed a law that it's 21 and over, right? Yeah. Okay, why don't we talk about personal responsibility right, for a yeah. minute?
0: So here's this, and here's the other thing: is they're playing fast and loose with numbers. It's equivalent to six joints. There's no standard. Because this is a mother effing plant. Just like when you grow a tomato or you grow carrots, you don't know how much carotene is in each carrot. Because when I, when you grow something from the frickin' earth, it depends on how much sunlight it got, how much water it got, how much fertilizer it got. Yep. It is a plant. It is something that is growing. It is not something created in a lab. So when you say it's equivalent to six joints, that's a bullshit number. You can't say it's equivalent to six joints because six joints are completely
3: different from What other kind of joints. Yeah, what kind of, jo- yeah, what kind of joints <laughs> are you talking about?
0: telling you what. So first of all, that's yeah. my first problem. With all right, it. fair enough. And then like you said, the whole personality, the personal responsibility aspect, 19-year-old kid eats a cookie, jumps off. A... Same thing could happen if a 19-year-old kid has his first couple of beers, right?
3: Yeah. Especially if he has something crazy. So, you were, I mean, he, first he's, he's smoking and drinking underage. Yes. I, I'm just saying.
10: And the autopsy report cites marijuana intoxication as a significant contributing factor. And In another case just this month, a woman called 911 saying her husband had eaten pot candy and was hallucinating.
0: Now, uh, I, you know what? I Again, the, both of these are situations where you're eating it, the results are un, unpredictable. Hallucinations, though? Uh, that's found, that sounded like something, maybe they were on something else, too. Denver authorities say he shot and killed
10: her before police could get there.
5: Yeah, according to the note, she grabbed the gun and she screamed and the line disconnected.
10: It's unclear if edible pot is to blame. But
0: we're going to go ahead and include in the report anyways and cite this as an example of why we need to reform the laws.
10: But this week, the state will begin mandatory testing for potency. State lawmakers are also calling for new labeling rules to make sure users know what they're putting into their bodies and how it works. What a lot of people do is they'll take a bite of a brownie and maybe that's a serving and they won't feel anything. And so they'll take another bite and another bite, and all of a sudden you've got an overdose situation. Colorado State Representative Jonathan Singer was one of the only state legislators to endorse legalizing recreational marijuana back in 2012. But he wants to make sure it's regulated properly, same as alcohol and prescription drugs. We need to take the same steps that we did with those two drugs to make sure we're um, implementing marijuana in a way that's legal, but also more importantly safe. 10 milligrams of THC is considered a serving size of the drug, but Colorado has no requirement that edibles be packaged in single servings.
3: Hey, Chris, uh, do I have audio from this computer?
0: Oh, uh, We can. We can try it, yeah.
3: Do you want Uh, to play something? I have something I like to play. Okay, go ahead. It's it's an oldie but a goodie. Oh, good. Oh, good. This worked out so well last week. (laughs) No cussing on this one.
11: Okay. (laughs) Um, Dearborn, Michigan is outraged over a 911 call. He wants to know why no charges have been filed against a police officer who admits to confiscating marijuana from suspects and then baking it in brownies. And once he and his wife were full and high, they thought they'd overdosed and called 911. Oh, yeah
9: i think i'm having an overdose of my wife overdose of what marijuana i don't know if it had something in it can you please send rescue do you
11: guys have fever or
9: anything no i'm just i think we're dying oh how (laughs) much did you guys have i I don't know we made brownies and i think we're dead time is going by really 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 slow
3: That's a good one. Hey, wait, you missed the snort by Perella <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> sorry. Oh, instead no, you, of being charged, uh, the hold hold police on, department was resign. <laughs> oh, sorry. In-
11: <laughs> well, instead of being
3: charged <laughs> <laughs> That's a great snort. <laughs> that was Perella Lewis on the local Fox affiliate. So um you know That's what- my video by the way. I don't know if you guys knew this. I'm gonna put it in the chat room. I actually, this is, I put this video up online. Oh, yeah? It has 3.6 million views on YouTube. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I had the original, and then other people have ripped it from Good me. Good work. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I, I was testing out my, my tuner card on my computer. Oh, nice. And I was recording some news. Yeah. And this news story came on. I'm like, this is so going on YouTube. I don't care if it's going to get pulled. Good and call. It, and it didn't get pulled. Good call. And uh, yeah, crazy so, you stuff. Know, here's what I think was going on is uh
0: so it, it was at the end of that clip they're going to make them change the way they do packaging and 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 this is how this is how local government works. How many calories Chris but what they're essentially going to do is take the calorie thing. They're going to say anything that has over 100 calories has to be in its own packaging. So what you're going to start seeing is candies individually wrapped, charged and taxed for each individual candy. Oh, my God. And then the state makes money off it. So what the state has done and seen, and I called this too, by the way, if you go back in the early, before, uh, before, this, uh, before January, if you go yep. back in the Unfiltered Archive, I said, edibles are going to become the number one source of income for state taxes. And this is the way they're going to up that, because instead of being able to, buy like an entire brownie in one piece of packaging, they're going to have to split it up by the THC count. And by doing that, each individual piece will be sold in tax separately, more revenue for the state. What they're doing is essentially scaring the shit out of all of us so that way they can make more more tax money. That's all that's happening here.
3: Oh, man.
0: It's crap. And this is how they do it. And this is, they, they don't care. They don't care what they step on. They don't care who they scare. They don't care what they give a bad name to as long as they make more tax revenue. Yep. And, and Washington will probably do the same exact thing because, you know, our stores open up in All July. Right.
3: Well, if, well, if that's the case, if that's the case, why don't you just legalize poker? Please? Online poker <laughs> and I tax mean, it. And tax it? Oh, I mean, Chase. they've been doing that in Europe for ages. Why, <laughs> please? You do it for horse racing here. You know, you do it for other things here. Let me play poker. What have I told you last time you brought this up?
0: What have I told you? What did I tell you, Chase? Do you remember what I told you? No. I, I said, Chase, I can get into Bitcoin. If you get into Bitcoin, you can gamble all day long. Yeah, but
3: the initial Bitcoin investment's pretty high, isn't it?
0: No, not right now.
3: (laughs) If you just want to play, Uh, it's it's down low right now. You buy in now. All you do here's what you do, Chase. I'll give you you Chris's three-step
0: plan. Three steps. Step one. Number one, go to Coinbase.com, create an account. Already got one. Step two. Number two, just buy. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. Buy like uh, buy like fifty bucks worth of Bitcoin. And then step three, put your junk in the box. Right. And that's the way you do it. You put your you put your coin in that box. No, you put your Bitcoin on whatever gambling site you want, and Uh, then you you just make you if you earn up to a Bitcoin, you cash out. Do a lot of the popular poker sites take Bitcoin? There's well, I don't know, but there is just a crazy should. There's a crazy amount of really good Bitcoin gambling sites like HTML5 up Uh, in this business.
3: Like hey guys, let me know. Send me send me a tweet at Nunes N U N E S if you have your favorite uh, poker online Bitcoin sites. I'd love to know.
0: (laughs) So I'm wondering. Uh, if Washington State will change the way their food packaging works uh, by July. So when you go into a medical cannabis store now, now I don't know what it's going to be like when we have full-fledged recreational Joe Public commercial cannabis stores, but when you go into a medical cannabis store, they have like some delicious-looking candies. They have like little fruit drop thingies with sugar coating. They have ice cream. They have soda pop with, with weed in it. I mean like everything they got everything that's ever made they got a version of it with weed in it at these places and i don't know if see there's a really weird thing that happens right now because there's two sets of regulation there's the medical marijuana regulation and then there's the recreational marijuana regulation i don't know how these things get affected by all of this but i would think because colorado and washington are sort of being watched by the rest of the nation if they make these kinds of changes anywhere else cannabis gets legalized those kinds of changes will happen too it's an interesting
3: time can't wait to see what happens in june yeah, well, or July, July, sorry. July. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. You might start seeing it early enough. June in and July, June and
3: July. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go, Chase. That brings us to Ooh. the end of this week's unfiltered. Yes, yeah,
3: so we want to remind all you friends of the feather of this great unfiltered show that we have a great community where you can submit your stories, you can, uh, you know, give us your thoughts, and also contribute absolutely for free. Head over you know what? to what? Yeah, head over to the unfiltered subreddit at unfiltered.reddit.com. Right now we have 1,275 readers. I have no idea what my prediction was. Because we don't have the, we I don't will have the book. bring the
0: red book next week.
3: But someone has submitted into the Unfilter subreddit, Chase in your face. They submitted <laughs> by q 5 Sis a couple oh, of days I've heard ago. Of him. Yeah, I've heard him. Yeah, I've met that guy. Yeah. Nice hair. Uh, so anyway, yes, uh, head over to unfilter.reddit.com. Now Chris... During the course of the week, you're mm-hmm. keeping everybody updated of what's happening at Jupiter Broadcasting, sure Linux him, buddy. News. Sure, him, buddy. Things like that. Where can people go?
0: I would recommend twitter.com slash ChrisLESY where I will drop the wisdom in 140 characters or what? less.
3: What? Yeah. Who's that guy there? That's me. That That, that is a sexy beast.
0: You like, that, uh, you I, like I, that? I like
3: that. I like the background there.
0: Goatslive.com made that sign. You know what? It
3: almost looks like that was unprofessional. I think so. Angela, great photographer. Are you on Twitter? I. You know what? Yes. Really? I was able to get my name on Twitter at Nunes. Oh, Nunes. At you. <laughs> is that it? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
3: Is that some sort of fancy last name or something? It is a last name of mine. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, i post pictures, quotes, I'm looking for work, you know, things like that.
0: Chase, if somebody was like, Man, yeah. this show's great. Yeah. But it wasn't enough show, I could even use a little more chase. You want more chase in your face? A little more, more chase, chase in your face? Where would you go?
3: If you want more chase in your face, head over to geekgamer.tv. Boom. I do a lot of gaming and technology. Related items. And by the way, I am now uh, full time, not full time, but I'm on Twitch a lot. So if you like to watch gaming streaming and I interact with the chat room when I do it, twitch.tv slash gamer TV nice. is fun.
0: Also, if you feel like this show just wasn't enough, don't forget if you're an unfiltered supporter, there's a heck of a lot more show oh, for you. Oh, so
3: much show. And you can listen to that right now. And then you can contribute to titles and have a great time.
0: And we'd love to have you join us live. Go over to jblive.tv on a Thursday around 6 p.m. Pacific. Hit hit jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar to have that converted in your
3: local time. And jblive.info for the audio stream. I just want to say thanks to all our great supporters out there. You know who you are. And thanks to the chat room for joining us this week. And we'll see you right back here for another edition of Unfilter next Next week. week.